You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, and welcome to episode 156 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, it's Sean back at you here with another exciting episode. After last week, got quite a bit of uh, reaction and feedback, I guess you could say. Some people said that uh, I was a cyber bully for even talking about it, but I think I was actually pointing out the bullying. I don't know if I was right or wrong, but I got five times more listens than I normally do, so definitely a strong reaction of some kind. So you may hear some different sound quality, and the reason for that is I'm out on delivery, delivering the mail, and I'm going to record a podcast, and I'll tell you why. I did this about a month and a half ago from Rusted Robot Podcast, and it was a lot of fun. So you're going to hear what it's like to have a little bit of a snippet of being a mailman. But the reason for this is because uh, Bill, who's written some emails to the podcast recently, sent me this letter, which I'm going to read to you now. Hi, Sean. A recent episode of History Podcast looked at working conditions in the United States Postal Service, especially after the U.S. Congress decided to pretend that the USPS isn't a major provider of public goods and cut back tax support. I'm sure you remember the phrase going postal. How is working for Canada Post different? I think a lot of U.S. listeners would be interested to hear how it is and how our postal service looks to Canadians. I always want to know what Canada thinks of the U.S. You're much more likely to be impartial than U.S. observers, but you're also right next door, so you'll care. I'll never forget that the most insightful, helpful book on the U.S. Civil War was written by an outsider, Winston Churchill. He got past all the false equivalents and arguing over whether it was about slavery. Churchill said the North and South were fighting over what would be done with the West. And that makes me listen to Canadians. Bill. Well, Bill, appreciate you sending such a nice email to me. It's always great to hear from listeners. Uh, What I'm going to do now is put my phone in my pocket and start walking. I've already been out here probably two hours. Um, I wanted to wait for the rain to finish so I could record an episode. I've been trying to do this all week. And it hasn't been easy because of the rain. So, what's it like to be a mailman? I do believe I recorded an episode in the early days of the podcast. Uh, I think it's around episode 19 where I said I'm a male escort because I was being funny. So, if you want, you can listen to that one uh, from three years ago, roughly. Or I'll just talk about stuff now. So, a little bit of background history and whatnot. Um, let me think here. How should I start this? It's going to be hard to concentrate, walk, and uh, talk to you guys, but I'm going to do my best. So, as many of you may or may not know, 
I was born in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, which is a border town. It is on the border of Canada and the U.S. And we share Lake Superior. Um, we're right on the St. Mary's River, if that helps. Probably doesn't. But the fact is, for the first 20 years of my life, I grew up on the border town. We went across the river, as we call it, to America for gas and groceries because it was cheaper. And they always had different kinds of toys over there than they do here in Canada. So of course, naturally, I would go over there as often as I could for model kits and the like. Um, what else can I tell you? Uh, it was always great in July because Canada Day is July 1st and there's fireworks. Independence Day for Americans is July 4th and there's fireworks. And as a Canadian or an American growing up in the Twin Sioux, as we call it, um, got all the fireworks that you wanted, which is pretty awesome. And I have that week off this year, so my plan is to actually head to the Sioux and spend some time like I was a kid again and have all the fireworks to myself. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that though. Life is coming up and things are happening, so I might not be able to get away, especially with the COVIDs and all that stuff. It's less than a month, so I don't know if I want to travel and then have to come back and isolate myself for 14 days. Although, two weeks off of work, extra over that one week, sounds pretty awesome. Uh, who knows? But the fact is, growing up in the Twin Sioux was pretty great and uh, had access to a lot of different things. So, how do Canadians see Americans? Um, that's a contentious topic, especially in this day and age. But um, I think what I would say is that Canadians see themselves as superior to Americans in their education. Because, and I don't know if this is just propaganda from our news media or not, but all the time growing up, uh, there was always articles and news programs about how Americans didn't know anything about the world, especially their neighbor to the north. Well, we know a lot of their states and state capitals. Um, most Americans did not know anything about Canada or even could, could not even locate it on a map. Now, whether that's actually true or that's just we, we were told to make ourselves feel superior because we were the little brother up north, I don't actually know. Uh, I've never done any research on it, and frankly, I don't really care. Um, I think just let people be people, and that's good enough. But Bill wants to know about the mail. Well, as you can hear, the mailboxes are flipping, and I'm walking along delivering mail, which consists of letters and flyers, magazines, and let me tell you about the parcels. There are a lot of parcels because a lot of people are staying home. And what do people do when they stay home? They get bored and they play on the internet. And what is there to do on the internet? Shop on Amazon. And let me tell you, it's been nuts. The, the parcel volume is three times the Christmas volume. And Christmas volume is almost 
undeliverable. You can't handle it. There's too much crap. So we've been overburdened. Uh, the good news, of course, is that there hasn't been a lot of flyers to deliver because all the businesses are closed. So we haven't really had to worry about that, uh, except they're starting again because as of this Friday, uh, all the businesses are opening again. The flyers have started. I've got a set of three flyers with me right now. Do I like delivering these things? No. They're a waste of paper, uh, they're heavy, and you have to go to every house even if they don't have mail, and it feels ridiculous. And what am I delivering right now? I'm delivering some French flyer for a public school. I'm delivering Cub Cadet because they're having a sale on lawn tractors. And I am delivering something else which looks like hate mail, but apparently according to Canada Post it's not, but it's called the Epoch Times truth and tradition uh, and the headline on the thing is how the Chinese Communist Party is endangering Canada and the world so it uh, looks like I wouldn't go so far as to say hate speech but yeah I'm gonna call it hate speech because it looks like propaganda and so on and so forth I'm coming to a person's house on the road, so I'm not going to say anything for a moment. There you go. Welcome. It was just a kid. I thought it was some person. But, well, it is a person. A kid is a person. But, not an adult, is what I'm saying. Because I don't like looking like I'm talking while I'm delivering for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe I'm being ridiculous. Who could say? There's a truck. And I'm trying not to get run over. And I'll go around them to deliver flyers to a house that has no mail. Um, so how does the mail work here in Canada? Well, let me tell you. Bill, uh, what I know about American mail is, is that... Uh, all the, ma the mailmen or letter carriers or delivery agents or whatever you want to call them in the U.S., uh, they get in a truck with their mail, they drive to wherever they're going to deliver the mail, and they park and loop. So that means they park on a street, deliver all the mail and parcels for that street, get back in the truck, and go to another street. Um, we have a couple like that here, but for the most part, all of our routes are foot routes, which means we either get cab driven to the start of our route and we get a cab back, or we walk out from the post office, deliver all our crap, and walk back to the post office. So that's how it works here. Um, from what I know, in the U.S., all the mailboxes are at the end of the driveways, so you don't have to step onto customer properties so you don't have an accident and get sued or they get sued or whatever that's what i understand if that is not true i would like some clarification myself you can send me an email soulforgepodcast at gmail.com for us we, we go right to the house um, people have their mailboxes on trees they have it on fence posts they have it um, hanging off their stairs all kinds of different places 
and it's hard to find sometimes. Stairs are slippery. It's easy to have a slip, trip, or a fall, which we try to avoid at all costs because it hurts. Um, lots of dogs, and it's true, dogs seem to hate mailmen. Why that is, nobody seems to know. Although there is speculation, it's because we look big and bulky with our mailbags on us. Perhaps that's why. I don't know. Um, so yeah, what was I? What was I saying? So Americans drive and park and loop. Don't have to go on the actual property. We do, and uh, it's dangerous because there's water garden hoses. There's dogs. Um, you name it, it's there. A lot of people don't think about the mailman. They'll leave their rakes and their shovels and their garbage bins right in front of their mailbox. Uh, cars even parked in front of it so you can't get to the mailbox because we're just background information. People don't think of the mailman as a person, although sometimes we do get mailman gifts at Christmas, which is pretty sweet, actually. Um, gift cards for the coffee shop, Tim Hortons, sometimes for the liquor store. Um, I have received actual liquor, such as DeSorono or bottles of wine, which is kind of nice. Um, it's always nice to be appreciated. In fact, this year, and about a month ago, when the whole COVID thing was in uh, heavy swing, uh, I received cookies as well as gift cards and a lot of uh, thanks and appreciation. Uh, somebody actually made me a mask, which was cool and different. Um, what else? That's it. But uh, for the most part, it's a good job for exercise. Although we're out here in all kinds of weather conditions. When I started this morning, it was pouring rain. Um, so you have to bring all your crap with you, like your, your raincoat. Uh, what else? Um, all the things, really, I guess. Raincoat, rain hats. We have to wear safety vests because uh, apparently we'll get hit. If not, which we didn't have to wear for the first 10 years of my work here. And then all of a sudden, everybody got safety concerned. I don't know why. There's very few accidents, although we're not supposed to listen to music or anything. Uh, but we do. Most of us have our podcasts or our music, our earphones in. Good day. Hello. Thank you so much. Welcome. And some people are friendly and nice, and they take them in. Which is good. They're always funny. They always say, oh, here, let me save you a few steps. Or, oh, if it's bills, you can keep it. You want to pay my bills for me? And you know what? It gets funnier every time they say it. And years and years they go by, more and more hilarious all the time. Can you detect my sarcasm? I hope so. So, oh, you know what I didn't do? Because I'm concentrating on uh, talking and walking and delivering and not falling. I forgot to play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network. So I'm going to do that right now. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and 
the PCC Multiverse. You know how Disney kind of like puts films on an assembly line, but you know that when you're getting something from Pixar, because it takes so long to craft, that there's a lot of care put into it. That's the Pop Culture Cosmos Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing Worldwide on radio seven days a week. Your favorite podcast app. And right here on the ESO Network. And I haven't edited the thing yet, so I don't know what podcast promo that is. Uh, it's really freaking windy, so I hope you can still hear me. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I don't know. Uh, but this is what it's like to be a mailman. It's really super windy today. That's me drinking a bottle of water. Um, some days it's really hot. And occasionally people will offer you a bottle of water. Not always. Like, did you hear that car splashing through the puddles? A lot of people think it's funny to splash the mailman. Because that's happened before. And nobody stops. And that's great. Oh, uh, what else can I tell you? Um, so, a lot of walking. About uh, in the summer, maybe 20,000 th- 20, steps. Um, in the winter, it could be up to 30,000. The average is about, oh, I don't know, 15 kilometers a day. That's, what, seven or eight miles. Uh, it's really windy here right now because I'm passing through a field. Um, let me take my phone out and see how long I've been talking to see if that's a good episode. I'm not sure if it is. Uh, let's see, 16 minutes. So I had an intro and the outro promo and what else can I say um, I don't know I guess that's really about it as uh, I just want to thank Bill for sending an email everybody should send an email I love feedback um, I'm gonna end the podcast right here because it's stupid windy and it's probably annoying in your ears so this is Sean on delivery working for Canada Post or as I like to sometimes say, I work for parcels for arseholes. That's my little joke, and everybody thinks it's funny. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for leaving reviews. And uh, thanks for all the recent donations to the coffee account. Remember, all of our links for donations and reviews and websites and the YouTube channel is at soulforgepodcast.com. So, thanks again for everything. And remember, we're always on duty. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Six days a week, roughly 300 days out of the year, people like Jay Bates are hard at work serving the public. Our job is is very important to the community. Bates has been a mail carrier for the United States Postal Service for 10 years, and the job can be demanding. You kind of get you get pretty wore out, especially in the Texas heat. You got to keep make sure you're drinking water so you don't you know get dehydrated out here. Mail carriers and Brian deliver nearly half a million pieces of mail every week, and before they even hit the streets. 
carriers must load and organize your letters and packages onto the truck. And have I mentioned, there's no air conditioning on those trucks. These long life vehicles or LLVs have two sources of ventilation, the windows and a vent in the back. But when it comes to cooling down, all you get is a fan. Inside the truck, it's just so sultry and so hot. The LLVs were built back in the late 80s and early 90s. They weren't designed to provide air conditioning, and there are no plans to add it either. You have to do that every walk and loop and make sure the windows are up, and that builds heat as you're out there on the route. Jay says temperatures inside the LLV can get up to 120 degrees. It's hot. Carriers are required to lock up the truck if they're not within 25 feet of it. All right. It's an unpleasant reality that leads many of them to escape back into the elements. Most mail carriers, they'd rather have walking in the summertime because it's you know, cooler because you'll have a breeze blowing. And that's something we all can relate to on a hot summer day. Mother Nature providing a bit of relief, not to mention the taste of a refreshing drink. Water cools you off. And the joy of knowing that another hard day at work will eventually pay off. By the end of the day, all you want to do is go to home and sit down and kind of cool off. It's definitely different. Jaden Brzezzi isn't usually this busy in May. The level of parcels is way, way up. With millions staying home across the country, employees have more to sort, carry, and deliver. There's a lot of uh, household items, cooking items, um, a lot of crafts for the kids. It's been a struggle to keep up with demand. It's like trying to push back a wave with just your one hand. We've agreed to protect this sorting facility worker's identity because he's afraid of being disciplined for speaking out. The head office has, has told the public, you know, we're, we have Christmas volumes, we're doing the best we can. But what they haven't said was, we've lost almost half of our staff. His pictures from inside the facility show mountains of packages waiting to be sorted and sent, some to remote communities, some containing necessities. I'll dig out. What I know is like disinfectants. I'll see medical supplies. Like it actually says on the side, you know, like um, dust masks. The union representing postal workers confirms the staff shortage at the facility, but says safety trumps productivity. The highest number of our members are off on high risk leave. Uh, conditions that uh, compromise your immune system. Uh, those members are, uh, are being asked not to come in. Nearly 50 of its members have contracted coronavirus across Canada. In a statement to CBC News, Canada Post asked Canadians to be patient, that customers should expect delays, because our plants were never designed to keep people two metres apart, meaning it's taking longer to process items. And it's a situation that's not likely to lighten anytime soon. Natalie Collada, CBC News. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.